In this episode, I'm going to tell you what the heck a stuck knot is. And hint, it might be you. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist who thinks that the world needs a new paradigm for mental health. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. You can probably kinda kinda guess what a stuck knot is. And I'm gonna tell you in a minute, but before I do, uh, as always, please put yourself first. I do keep every episode as safe as I can, but just by the nature of what we're talking about, you may feel some stuff come up. I don't think with this one will be a, a big issue. Nothing triggering, nothing traumatic as far as I can tell. And if you've listened to the podcast before, uh, this is, I think, going to help really solidify who we are. Like, this is a stuck knot to me, is you. It's me. It's, it's us. This is a, a word that we can own together that's unique to the podcast. Uh, and speaking of which, the podcast is not therapy, nor is it <laughs> intended to be therapy. I got a little ahead of my outline here. Podcast is not therapy, not intended to be, to be therapy. Okay. So a stuck knot, it's you, I think. It's you, it's me. It's the audience of the Stuck Not Broken podcast. This is something I've wanted for a while is to have a word, a phrase, not really a phrase, but a word, a term that would be ours, that would apply to you and to me just the same. That would apply to new people coming in like, hey, you're a part of this thing. You're a stuck knot. It means a lot to me. I've really, over the past couple of years, this is something that's bothered me quietly. Something that's bothered me is that I don't have like a, a term. And I was talking to Mercedes. She's a prior co-host and she pops on the podcast every now and then. I was talking to her recently and when we were recording the episode with BTS and she said the BTS fans are called ARMY. And she's like, you should have a term for, for your fans and your followers and your listeners. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't think of anything. So uh, I think it hit me probably honestly the next morning. And I was like, stuck not. And at first it was just the first two words, stuck not. And I realized, no, there's more to this. Because if you think about astronauts and Argonauts, an astronaut is someone who goes into space and they explore space, right? An Argonaut is someone that I believe it was, it's like a mytho mythological thing, maybe a Greek thing. I don't really know, but it's uh, people on this ship called, I think it was Argo. So Argonauts are the people who were on the ship. The Argonauts would sail the seas. They were looking for something called the Golden Fleece. I have no idea what that is besides the point that they would explore the sea and they had a goal astronauts explore space to look for space stuff i think that's their goal <laughs> likewise stuck knots we explore the internal world we are explorers as well we are adventurers and we have a goal our goal is to climb our polyvagal ladders our goal is to be more within our bodies and have less judgment and feel more whole, feel more in ourselves, connect with each other more. I'm going to talk more, actually, this is a, this is a first of a probably three-part series. The first one is we're going to talk about the beliefs of a stuck knot. In part two, we're going to talk about adventuring as a stuck knot. And then part three will be the equipment of a stuck knot. So right now, we're, let's just focus on beliefs. But you, you kind of get the idea of where I'm going probably. The, the core belief of being a stuck knot is that we are stuck and not broken. Change is possible generally. Change is generally possible. 
a little bit can happen every single day. That is absolutely central to what it means to being a stock knight, is believing that change is possible, not just for you, but for me, for the next person that we believe that we can do better personally, individually, but also that the next person that we believe they can do the same, at least a little bit. This doesn't mean that it's going to be change that we want for them, but it does assume a core belief, a core assumption is that every single one of us can change for the better in some way, at least a little bit every single day. It's a slow process. It might be, a sl- it probably will be a slow process, but every single one of us is capable of it. So th- I'm talking about you. I'm talking about me. A stuck knot is the audience of the stuck knot broken podcast. It's us. Again, this is something I've wanted for a while. This is like, it's a word that we can own together. And I'm excited about it. It means a lot to me. This is something we own together. I'm a stuck nut and you're a stuck nut. I think that who a stuck nut is, is someone that is interested in the polyvagal theory. In particular, the whole podcast kind of centers around the polyvagal theory. That's really what kicked this off for me was learning about that and then getting really a lot more excited about being a therapist all over again, working with clients, especially ones that had were stuck in a more traumatized state. Polyvagal theory was, is, is central to all this, and it continues to be central to all this. But on top of that, a stuck knot is also interested in those somatic pieces of what it means to be human. In particular, we focus on the autonomic nervous system, but uh, just in general, those somatic pieces, like in somatic experiencing from Peter Levine, those things that, those sensations inside of us that we can feel and tap into that we don't typically day to day, but we can. So I think a stuck knot is very interested in polyvagal theory, but also the somatic pieces of what it means to be a human, or maybe just what it means to be a mammal. A stuck knot, this word is for those that understand there's more to us than being quote-unquote mentally ill. There's more to us than having a quote-unquote chemical imbalance, or a quote-unquote broken brain, or a quote-unquote fill-in-the-blank, whatever you want to put in there. There's, there's more to us. It is more complex than that there's more. And and I think we get that. I think that we, not only do we believe that change is possible, but we believe that it's not, it's not just like a yes or no thing. It's not a broken or a working thing. We understand that we can do better. We will do better. It is absolutely possible. We're just stuck along the way, but change is possible. I think these are core beliefs of what uh, being a stuck not means, but yeah, stuck, not broken. Change is possible generally. A little bit can happen every day. It is a slow process, but we can do better. We're, we're not defective. Uh, we're not broken. We are not born a certain way exactly. And I'm talking generally, generally. We become who we are based on many factors. This is a new news, right? We, we get this. A stock not understands that we're, we are who we are based on many factors. We're based on social factors, economic, religious, spiritual, familial, community, culture, upbringing, attachment. We can be traumatized from things that did happen, but we can also be traumatized from things that did not happen that probably should have happened. These things make us who we are. It's not simply about some sort of imbalance or brain thing or illness. We are complex organisms. And a stuck knot is interested in all these pieces. I think a stuck knot 
believes and understands and is curious about the fluidity of emotion and sensation uh, about our polyvagal state, about the thoughts in our mind, our cognitions, and about our behavior. We're interested in all these pieces, but especially all these pieces as a whole, how it makes the whole person. We're interested in how these and how the whole person can fluidly navigate. That's a good word for us talking about right there. We are navigating all of these pieces and, and more, but we're navigating our emotions. We're navigating the inner sensations. We are navigating our political state and our cognitions and our behavior, but also our relationships, our attachments, our getting unstuck. We are navigating that as well. We're noticing all these pieces and we're, we're being with them, good or bad, because it's not always pleasant, difficult or easy, pleasant or unpleasant. Like we, we are noticing and we're being with these things. Or if we're not all the way there yet, which is okay, we're, we're working in that direction. So we understand that we are these pieces and we are more as well, of course. But we are, we are these pieces put together. Who we are is not just the way we think. But who we are is also how we feel and what's happening within us. I think a stuck knot believes and understands and accepts that there is no mind-body duality. We might speak in that way just due to limitations of language or limitations of what we're able to conceptualize and then put into words. But I think we, we get that we are just this sort of single entity. There is no mind versus body exactly. There is no two separate things. It's just us. There's just the one thing, which is us as an organism. Our thoughts stem from our polyvagal state, story fall state. And our thoughts also affect our state, but it's more of a feedback loop. The, our brain communicates with our body and our body communicates with our brain. And even though it feels like we have a body and we have a mind as if they're separate, I think we understand that they're not. These things do go hand in hand. I think a stuck knot understands that we affect each other, and that we believe that we do affect each other in profound ways that we can, and this, again, good or bad. I think a stuck knot understands that we're individuals, but we are individuals that need and affect each other. Again, good or bad. Even though the stuck knot is exploring their own internal world, on an individual level, they understand that that affects the outside world and that affects other people, other stuck knots in the outside world. So there is an individualistic component to being a stuck knot, but also in a larger sense, we understand that we don't exist on our own. And if we did, we wouldn't do very well. We kind of need each other. And on that note, we need each other in positive ways, in, in loving ways, in accepting ways, in empathetic ways. So I think the stuck knot believes that change comes through love and not through force. We need other people, other human beings, who are able to access their state of safety and social engagement. And from that will come empathy and consideration and respect. I guess as long as it's earned, you know. It's not just given freely. But when we have other people who are in their safety state and we bring that to the world, I think it's, that's how true change will 
come and not through force, not through shame, but through reason, understanding. And I think reason, understanding and empathy can easily go hand in hand, but shame does not go hand in hand with empathy. So I think a stuck nut ideally comes from reason and ultimately from love, but they're also not perfect. And I don't expect that. I don't think there's any uh, predetermined conclusions uh, when it comes to being a stuck nut. I would never say that because you are a stuck nut that you should live this way or behave this way or think this way or feel this way or that you should worship this way or not worship this way or that you should vote this way or not vote that way. I don't think there's any predetermined conclusions. I, I do believe, though, that being in our autonomic nervous system state of safety and social engagement will provide a container for these things. So I can't tell you how to think or what to think or how to feel or what to feel. But if you are actively accessing or attempting to and working toward accessing your state of safety and social engagement, that's going to kind of provide a container of possibilities. You know, if you're working that direction, then you're naturally not going to be uh, existing in a lot of shame and hatred. You know what I mean? So I can't tell you how to act, but, or what to think, who to hate or who to love. But if you're working in that direction toward safety and social engagement, I, th I think it, that's going to provide a pretty good container for the possibilities of how much of that defensive negative stuff you're going to have going on inside of you, that, that, um, that defensive energy. And that's going to affect your thoughts. That's going to affect your feelings and your relationships and I, so I can't tell you exactly how to be, but if we're all working in the same direction towards safety and social engagement, it's, it's probably going to end up sounding similar. Ultimately, what it looks like is going to be different. But it's, it's going to be contained within that state of safety and social engagement. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of hatred between two stuck knots, in my opinion. I as a stuck knot, you as a stuck knot. If we met, and we and we were working toward that goal of being self-regulated and offering co-regulation. We I don't think we'd be interested in telling each other how to be or how to think. But I think that we would ultimately work from the same platform of empathy and understanding and consideration, maybe not agreement. And that's okay. But empathy and consideration, understanding, love, I I think that's kind of the container we'd be coming from personally. Anybody's welcome to be a stuck nut, by the way. Anybody's welcome. Open door policy. Anybody's welcome. I don't care your color. I don't care your creed, your sex, your gender, your sexuality, your abilities. I don't care. I mean, I care, but as far as being a stuck nut, I, I don't. You're welcome. Okay. I want you to come and be a stuck nut with all of who you are. Uh, even if within you, you do have hatred. Even if within you, you do have shame that you inflict upon others whether it's out loud or not you're, you're still welcome to be a stuck nut when i mean open door i mean it i personally believe that if you're working toward safety and social engagement these things will soften these feelings these ideas these thoughts will soften so in the meantime hey like i'm not it's an open door you're welcome to come you're welcome to be a stuck nut 
as long as you're willing to continue to work on yourself, just like I am and hopefully everyone else that is listening is. I think a stuck knot is welcoming and not rejecting. I'm going to say that again because I think it's worth saying again. A a stuck knot is welcoming and not rejecting. I think that would be something that would be, uh, again, I I would never want to tell someone how to act, but at the same time, like if I were to see someone that called himself a stuck knot, acting in ways that were hateful and rejecting, that would bother me. And I would say like, you're you're not doing it right. (laughs) I'm going to have to juggle this idea for a little bit. Ultimately, it's a label and ultimately it's for fun. But ultimately, at the same time, I do want it to be this sense of identity that we can share. And I think it's pretty, pretty darn central is that this is a welcoming and not rejecting thing. Even if you're not capable of doing that, even if you're not capable of being welcoming to someone that doesn't like you or welcoming to someone that has fundamentally different core principles than you do. You're still welcome to be a stuck nut. I won't reject you. That's okay. Still love you. But a stuck knot, in my opinion, does need a vessel. We don't have a ship. We don't have a spaceship. We don't have a, um, well, boat. But we do have building safety anchors. Let me tell you about this real quick. Building safety anchors can help you or anybody. They can help anybody to discover what brings them to safety. And I think that is the goal of a stuck knot is to continually access the state of safety and social engagement. That's what will help someone to make change that they want in life and to connect with others and have healthier relationships, healthier boundaries. And so building safety anchors, that's the, that can be the vessel to make that happen. It's a 30 day course of learning and doing in fairly bite-sized increments every single day for 30 days. And you can find that on justinlmft.com. But the point is not to heal trauma, not to revisit painful stuff. It's just to build the capacity to feel safe. So I think building safety anchors can be that ship that a stuck knot can, can, uh, can jump on to, get to, to start to get to where they need to be, to lay the foundations for, for more change. We're all a work in progress, though, um, including myself, absolutely including myself. The concept of being a stuck knot, that's a work in progress. I think you're a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. That's okay. So there, there might be this like ideal of a stuck knot. Maybe I'll flesh that out, but there also isn't at the same time. To, to me, the central, the core idea here is that it comes down to the belief in being stuck and not broken. The belief that change is possible. That we can find more happiness. We can find more connection with others to somebody else or to ourself ideal well our, ourself first and then others change is possible i think the stuck not looks and they act differently amongst each other but ultimately they will come from love or be headed in that direction i think and that could be love for others that could be love for themselves but i, I think that's kind of the core of it stuck not broken they, they know there's more within them Maybe they haven't felt it. Maybe they haven't sustained it. But I think the stuck knot knows there, there's more within them. Being a stuck knot, the journey of a stuck knot, the adventure of being a stuck knot, it is a process. All right. And you're not alone on your journey. 
might feel like it, but uh, you're not. Other people are feeling, thinking same things. Maybe just don't know who they are. But in, in this sense, you're not alone. So I, I'm right with there with you. I consider myself a stuck nut as well. There are things that I'm trying to actively change about myself and grow and, and gain more access to the top of my polyvagal ladder as well. You know, we're in that together. So if you're this far into the episode, uh, you might be a stuck nut. Welcome. Listen to the next two episodes to find out more. I'm going to go deeper into what it means to be a stuck nut, including the adventuring part of it and including the, the tools and the treasure of being a stuck nut. I'm going to end on this. A stuck nut is not perfect, nor are they expected to be. There will be bumps along the way. This will be difficult. You might already know that. So a stuck nut is not perfect and might need some reminders along the way. And I hope this podcast can act as a reminder for you of what might be helpful or give you new ideas. I hope it can be helpful. I hope it can be a reminder. I hope it can be an additional resource that's helpful for you or to continue to be that for you. But we don't expect perfection. Stuck knots make mistakes. We get scared. We try again, you know, the next time. And that's okay. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening, though. I do hope you've learned something new to help you climb your own polyvagal ladder. Maybe just having this idea of a stuck knot can help you to have that like top-down narrative to help you kind of become more curious or more interested or more excited about the, the adventuring, the process, the journey of, of being a stuck knot, of climbing your polyvagal ladder, of becoming more in your body and making the change you want to make. So I hope this is helpful. If you did like this episode, do me a favor and share it with someone that you think will benefit. There might be someone out there that's a stuck knot and they don't realize it. Or maybe you think they need to and they just need a little push. All right, so share it with someone you think will benefit. And then also make sure you're following or subscribed on whatever podcast platform or even on YouTube that you listen to. Um, so you can get updated immediately with every week's new episode. That's it. Bye. This podcast is not therapy, nor intended to be therapy or be a replacement for therapy. Nothing in this creates or indicates a therapeutic relationship. Please consult with your therapist or seek for one in your area if you are experiencing mental health symptoms. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be specific life advice. It is for educational and entertainment purposes only. More resources are available in the description of this episode and in the footer of justinlmft.com.